hello and welcome back to episode two of a bit of healthy banter we do have taylor bubeck with us here on the episode today so she's my first official guest on the podcast uh unfortunately being a rookie i have accidentally deleted the start bit of our podcast so just a bit of background i I did introduce Taylor. She is a health and fitness coach just like me and we have known each other for actually 11 years. Um, We did go to school and grew up in the same town and met shortly after we both finished school. Um, And just a bit of background to her next answer, I did ask Taylor to introduce herself and give us her pet industry peeve, which she has replied to with a before and after picture that has no context of the work that it's taken to achieve that and how it sets unrealistic expectations for uh, people I guess when it comes to body composition and what they're hoping to achieve and she did go on to explain what she meant by that was when someone uploads a before and after and it leads the client to be like I want to look like this without knowing the work that it takes to actually achieve that so without further ado I'm just going to let Taylor take it over with her answer from here Um, thank you for listening and sorry again for everyday people like just normal everyday people which are like that's the kind of clients that I have I don't do you know bikini competitions or anything like that like Mm -hmm. that's not my ideal client um but yeah I just think that like when you see comp prep coaches or things like that um and like they good on them like they I would never They're even They're a whole try different to, kind yeah, of human, hey. I, I know. I wouldn't, <laughs> even, I wouldn't even try to be a comp prep coach. Like, I just wouldn't even touch that. But um, I think that, like, if you see their clients getting those amazing results, which they do, but it doesn't explain the debt, like, what yeah. that client had to do to get there. I just think that it sets unrealistic expectations. Yeah, it doesn't people. show, like, the sacrifices, the mental yeah. stuff, all of that mm-hmm. just basic yeah relationship with yeah. food and all of the psychological yeah I get you there's a whole it's a whole another level of like life actually really I would say yeah. like it is like a really next is. level of and life like, and like I don't I don't know if this is like wrong of me to say but it's like a whole different breed of people do you know what I mean oh, like those yeah, people yeah. who are like that it's just like I could never I never could, but like I used to be super, super obsessive. So I know how it, yeah, yeah. I know how people can um, have such dedication and stuff, but I could never do what I just, I look up to like them. I admire them, but it's just not my ballpark. But it's, yeah, the thing that I don't like is when coaches who, oh, actually, do you know what? It's probably not even the coaches that my problem is. It's probably the fact that yeah. society, like everyday people look to that as achievable that's probably more so yeah I remember once I remember once actually like this is probably two years ago so like oh no actually it was last year (laughs) and I said to Sam I was like Sammy I reckon like what do you reckon you could coach me to do like a bikini cop like maybe it's something that I'll do she's like hun let you like how about you just try and stick to like under 2000 calories for at least a week first and see what happens and I was like (laughs) that's legit the best yeah good point (laughs) fair fair yeah I was like oh I don't want to do it anymore (laughs) no thank you I give up but like yeah yeah, I I think it's more so a pet peeve maybe it's so the pet peeve probably isn't actually on the coaches putting it up it's more so on people looking at that thinking it's realistic and then sure. coming to a coach like you and I expecting that and it's like well, yeah not so that's probably what my yeah in a random I fuck that or like completely. people that are sort of like hey I really want to like get my body fat percentage down to this but like I love to drink every weekend and it's like well um, <laughs> Like you can, um, you can drink. There's nothing wrong with drinking, but it's oh, just like you have I drink to. All the time. Yeah, <laughs> I've got a bottle of wine right here. Yeah. But like, it's like you need to have expectations that are aligning with what you're willing to uh-huh. do. I think. Yeah, so, and have an idol, or if you do aspire to someone, or you do like what if there's a certain person that you, uh, I don't like the word idolize, but yeah, I can't think of a better one right now. <laughs> I got you. But, <laughs> like, if there is someone, like you need to make sure that it is someone whose values align mm, with you yeah. which is like we will get to that actually in the end of this podcast because it is like about your perspective on health um <laughs> but we'll get to that but beforehand your pet peeve 
in life, just like in general, like about being an adult or just being a human being, like one thing that just really grinds your gears. Okay, no, I've got two again. You can't get me down to one. It's not you. That's not. Fair. I had to stick to one on your podcast. <laughs> you gave me two. You gave me Chris Hemsworth and Zac Efron. True, 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 true. Okay, okay, okay. I'm pretty sure I gave um, you three. Um. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Okay, so I would say one is like eating, literally just people eating. I can't, I've got that. Is it actually a, a like mental issue that I have, but I can't deal with people eating? Like the sounds or just like sa- people eating? Because like, man, I was just eating on this to you. Like you could have told me that. <laughs> I'm just crunching into my microphone. <laughs> no, do you know... It's the sound, but also the visual, like some people, okay. how they eat. I don't know. I it's did just... not expect this direction. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so unprepared for this. <laughs> um, and it actually You're a coach when it comes to food and you hate eating. <laughs> <laughs> no, my brother, he is the noisiest, most disgusting. Like I just can't watch it. And my dad, his jaw clicks when he eats. You know those people? Who they yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't do it. I ha- I'm like, I'm sitting there in the cinema watching a movie and someone's got popcorn three rows down and I'm like, I'm a fucking bitch slap someone. Like, people talking with their mouth full. I'm like, swallow yeah. it first. Swallow <laughs> that, then speak. Oh my God. Have You would have like died at one of my stories a while ago, a couple of months ago. I did that. I like ate a I took, I had a bit of food. I don't even know what the fuck it was, popcorn or something. And I got on my story. I think it was started, like a chocolate bar or something, to be honest. I do remember and, seeing that. You <laughs> That's why you remember because you hate it. But like, I literally, <laughs> I literally started recording my story. I was like, hey guys, and took a bite. And I was like, why the fuck did I just do that? Anyway, so that's one of my pet. I probably pet skipped pets. straight through that. Yes. Ew, you disgust me. <laughs> fuck this bitch. Fuck off. Um, I'm yeah. unfollow. Unfollow. Yeah. <laughs> Legit. I wouldn't blame you. Trust me. Um, and then probably my other one. It's like completely, like different to that is people playing victim. No matter what it is. Oh. I, just, I, I can't. Like I just. I, don't. I feel like I could go on about that. Yeah, I know. I, I was wondering, like, should I say that one or not? Because that's a whole fucking topic. That's a trigger. Like, She's <laughs> triggered. <laughs> Legit. But yeah, I just, that, I'll leave that one there. But just Vic, like playing. Yeah, game. that victim mentality. Yeah. yeah. Everything yeah. happens to you. Nothing just happens. It happens to you. Legit. Yes. Hey, we need to like move right on from there. Yeah. <laughs> don't get going on that. <laughs> Well, I was like, we did actually, you asked me this question in your podcast and I just really just need to rage about it because I can't stand it. But my pet peeve of life is just paying for like, just filling up a car with fuel. I, I know this is like the fourth time within like an hour period I've gone on about this, but it is like absolutely (laughs) the worst thing. And I just, every time I get an irrational anger too, like when I have to, go to the petrol station I like feel it bubble in my chest like just this rage like I hate paying for petrol is it like the pain part or is it the filling the car up part that's what I don't oh like the process doesn't bother me I just hate paying for fuel I just hate paying for it I'm like I just want to be able to drive I hate paying for fuel it's just like one of those things I literally get nothing from it I'm just paying for fuel you're just paying for nothing literally i'm paying for this <laughs> fucking and it ruins the world like mind you like <laughs> Legit. but like i just hate paying for it but anyway. i love that that's so passionate for you that's like such a don't get tori started on that guys Should uh-huh. yeah i get you i get you but you know what like back to the actual like getting fuel I already said this. I already said this to you, but it's actually like one of the favorite parts of my week when I get to go do that because <laughs> I work from home. So I'm like secluded little bitch in my house and don't see anyone. All I have is my doggos. So like when I go to the fuel station, I know the lady there and I love her. We literally have like 10 minute chats. So it's actually the favorite time of my day. Like when I'm I go surprised there, that so. you just don't set up a little table in there, <laughs> a little tea party with Tay. <laughs> I should, I should, yeah, your time, (laughs) 
like get all dressed up for it. <laughs> Better put on my best attire. I'm going to go see my fuel lady. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what's actually so funny? She's the nicest lady in the world. Like, she's actually a genuine friend of mine. And isn't that weird? She's I like feel like everyone old. is the nicest person in the world if you actually stop and listen to people and their yeah, stories. True. Like, there is that many interesting people in the world that we're just all way too quick to just be on our own. I actually did, like, a mindset activity with my girls the other day and I was surprised how, like... I'm that person like walking up and down like every morning when I walk, every single person that walks past, morning, <laughs> not <in> the morning, <laughs> oh my God, every person. And I get the strangest look sometimes, like people like, why is she talking to me? But I'm like, whatever. Yes. And I did like a mini challenge in my group. I was like, I want everyone this week to like concentrate on making eye contact and just like smiling or say good morning or good afternoon to everyone that walks past them. And I could not, I was so surprised at how uncomfortable people found just like that yeah. gen, gen, genuine like, <laughs> you got there That's yeah it. I got there in the end <laughs> but like you know just just actually Heck, something yeah. that is connection and like the world like people found it uncomfortable I'm like it's literally just saying good morning hello to someone yeah it's yeah. so crazy that's like mum and I we're exactly the same whenever we go walking we're like hello how are you good afternoon how's your day and like people just look at you they're like oh yeah. that person's talking to me like human connection yeah, Ooh. yeah <laughs> we'll go on TV. like strangers pictures and slide into strangers dms and like Legit. go on tinder like people will literally go on tinder and go to like a random person's house that they've yes. never met before but you can't say morning when you go on a morning. morning walk <laughs> oh god so that's weird. actually so fucking true i've never thought about that but yeah there you go <laughs> yeah there you go so you're kind of known a little bit for your no filter lifestyle like you just say what you want to say and think about it later but also like you actually genuinely just don't care about what people think of you and I wanted to sort of ask you because I have known you for so long and I know that you weren't always like this especially in so I also um went to school in Toowoomba that's Taylor and I met um my last year of school. So you were a year out of school. <clears throat> yeah. And both of us obviously cared a lot more what people thought than we would mm. probably be willing to admit. <laughs> and yes. we're in a town called Toowoomba. <laughs> so anyone that knows <laughs> oh Toowoomba will know what Toowoomba is like. So I feel like I just want to talk about how you got to where you are, not caring what people think about, especially when we grew up in a town that is the chattiest, most gossipy town that you could possibly, like there's probably a lot, but I feel like Toowoomba is just next level when it comes to like chat. Yes, legit. Toowoomba is like one of the worst for it, I reckon. Um, And like, yeah, I, I definitely am like the person who I am now to the person that I was probably even three years ago complete fucking different person and like to be honest there's not like one thing that I can kind of pinpoint as to why but I mean like when I because I used to be um for no one who anyone who doesn't know me I used to be very very overweight um and I've lost a lot of weight and then I met Tori once I'd kind of lost oh no I was a little bit bigger when I met you actually and then I'd kind of lost all the weight and started to get PT from you um but I would because I was always that overweight girl I was always the overweight friend I kind of like was forced well not forced but you know like had to have a good personality I had to be the funny one have a good personality kind of thing for people to like it's funny that you say that like because do you feel like that was something I know I'm hijacking you with a question here that I didn't tell you about and you were like do not do not do this to me But do you feel like that was something, was that an expectation that you thought people had of you or was that something that was put onto you? Do you know what I mean? Like, do you think that's something that you made up in your head and you thought that you needed a good personality as like a, um, like not like a front? Yeah, I I think it's both, to be honest with you. I think that I made it up in my head of that's what I need to be. But I also like think that, you know, like if, in order to be liked, um, you know, no one was going to like me. This is in my head, by the way, this is yeah. not true. But in my head, I thought in order to be liked, no one is going to like me because I am the overweight one. Like I lost all up around about just 40 kilos around about. So I was very she overweight. Is. Yeah. So like, 
I it's funny though because I never I knew you but I never I just don't even remember you like it's not being you I barely remember myself as that yeah like I I can't but I do remember being I, I just always remember how I just thought I had to have something to offer, something to uh-huh. value, like give people. Um, and the only thing was that I had a really, really good sense of humor. And like, I was so funny and like a good personality. Like I had so many friends, like so many acquaintance, like acquaintances in every, like yep. my pie in every, my pie, my hand in every <laughs> pie. Like, yeah. like I, I had so many friends and a really big circle of um, people around me and everyone like sounds really up myself everyone loved me like I you know because I was that like funny one or whatever you know what I mean so yeah I never struggled with like friends or anything but internally I did like I yeah, thought no okay. one liked me and I had to be like that so yeah I mean yeah we've got very similar stories so I lost I didn't lose 40 but I lost 20 kilos around the same time as you mm. um yeah. so it was like 2000 and 11 or 2012 or something around there and I got into uh health and fitness because I broke up with my partner of five years who you actually knew (laughs) 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 let's not talk about that yeah we won't go there Uh, but I was with him for five and a half years and we broke up and in our relationship he didn't really like me well, doing anything for that matter, but <laughs> doing any exercise, he used to sort of, it would make him feel a bit insecure. So that's when I mm. actually got quite large. And I remember when I got out of the relationship, I thought I was, if I was ever going to find someone to love me, I needed mm. to be skinny. And it yeah. was, it's so ridiculous that we think that way. But that was literally mm. how I lost 20 kilos because I was like, no, nah, unless I lose this, I'm going to be single for the rest of my life. It's so stupid. But No, no, no. Do you know I what can... is so funny? Like mm. that's exactly the same as me. When I first started to lose my weight, I hadn't lost it yet. Same time around yeah. you. I hadn't lost it yet. That's when I got my first boyfriend. And I was like, holy fuck, it's because I've lost weight. So that's where yeah. it kept going. And that's when I got into the obsessive, like, so Same. that's so crazy. So I, well, you know, the next partner that I had yeah. and <laughs> similar situation, oh, I got really, really lean, like really, yeah. really lean. And yeah. that's when we started seeing each other. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of, it, it, it wasn't true and it wasn't because of that, yeah. but it reinforces that belief in our own heads. It literally does. It tells us that, yeah, like that's what I need to do. But it was probably more like we just felt more confident in ourselves. So we were like putting it out there. Yeah, yeah. Totally gone. I knew this was going to happen. Totally gone. (laughs) So off track. (laughs) I'll come back to it. I'll come back to it. I'll come back to it. So the whole whole, um, like not giving a fuck and living in Toowoomba thing. Right, let's get back to it. (laughs) Sorry. So... (laughs) Basically, like I started my account back around that 2011. Honestly, it blurs. I don't remember exactly when. 2011, 2012 was when I started to lose my weight. Um, And I started my account and I kept it separate. I had my own personal Instagram. um, And then I started my Instagram, whatever. I kept it like no one in Toowoomba knew about it. I didn't want anyone knowing about it, blah, blah. Anyway, it got to a certain point. I think I had about 6,000 followers, which just to me, I was like, why the fuck are people following me? But whatever. Um, it got to that point And at around 6,000 followers, people from Toowoomba started to find me. And I was like, oh, fuck. And I remember the first like four people from Toowoomba who followed me. And I was like, holy fuck, I've got to delete my account. Like, oh my wow. God, I cannot believe this. And I was just like, fuck like and then I literally don't even know what happened I was like oh maybe they just won't watch my stuff so I just kept going and then I just got my account just grew a little bit more and like more and I just think that as time went on like I I started to get more into like health and fitness and all of that I started to actually know what the fuck I was talking about so I think that gained my confidence I was really comfortable at the gym like um yeah, I just like absolutely fucking loved gym. I got more confident with that. So I was getting more confident within myself. I was still really, really insecure though. Um, and I think like Toowoomba, as we've said, like it is known for tall poppy syndrome. People will not anything yes, out of the norm. Yes, big fish, like, little pond. Yes, anything out of the norm. I was probably one of, there's me and a couple of others, maybe like 10 or 
15 others in Toowoomba who had an Instagram account of some sorts like this, um, like, you know, yeah. fitness or something out of the ordinary. It's, you know, the Gold Coast, it's so common. Toowoomba, yeah. no, like yeah. not heard of, not thought of. Um, and so like for people to see that in Toowoomba, like I was like one of the first kind of ones who had it, um, I think it was just people like, what, who the fuck does this bitch think she is? Like, yeah. and pe- people who like, I, cause when I got, um, as you grow up, you know, you stop talking to people. You don't see as people as much. Like it just happens. <laughs> oh, um, sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I can feel that tickle coming. I was like, hold it. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So bless you. Um, Thank so you. <laughs> I, I, I guess like seeing, I do have a very um, small circle um in Toowoomba who does support me and is so fucking lovely and so kind to me and supports everything I do. There are some people in Toowoomba who are like that. But when you start to get like gain success and I was starting my coaching and everything like that, people, it's like seeing the people who congratulate you when you succeed. Like anyone can be there to be like, are you okay? Do you need help? Like, and they're not actually fucking care, but they think they're friends. That's quote unquote, guys. You couldn't see that, but friends, um, <laughs> like it's seen the people who congratulate your success. I think yeah. that it really like outlines that for you. And I mean, like as I said, there are a small portion who I fucking love and adore, and they're so freaking kind to me. But those are people that are basically around the gym scene with me. Um, People who I grew up with, who I went to school with, who I hung around with, acquaintances, family, friends, friends, circles that like we just knew through that or whatever. Them, absolute crickets, nothing. They They never like, they never share, they never send me a message, they never like no interaction whatsoever, but they follow me, but no interaction. And it's just like, it's so funny to see. And I just put it back on people, anything out of the society is normal. If I don't have a nine to five job, if I'm posting, like I'm very fucking confident with how fucking hard I've worked to get the body yeah, I yeah. have today. I post photos in fucking Body my and bra. business. Yeah. Body yeah. and oh, business. Like <laughs> yeah. So like, I, I'm so confident in myself, confident enough that I post photos in a bikini or, you know, like I'm not scared to have my tits out if I want to have them out. Like that is who I am. And yeah. I've grown into that. It's taken me so long. And I'm yeah. just like, I'm not going to let the thoughts of what people could potentially be saying about me, like, and they probably are. I'm not going to let that impact how much growth I've done on the inside to get to how confident I am. What was was that quote that you said in yours? Um, Yeah, I actually wrote that down to say in your podcast as well. So um, it like the quote is, we are defined by the comments and criticisms of complete strangers. Like just how fucking crazy. Think about it. I just love it. Like I'd love it because it's so like ridiculous that, that that's even a concept. But it's so true. You think about yeah. it and it's like, it, it is. And I just, I got to a point and I was just like, I, I, I honestly can't pinpoint it. Like, I think I was yeah. just, if, if I'm so focused on what other people are potentially going to say, they're going to say something anyway. In Toowoomba, people talk about something for a week and they're on to the mm-hmm. next topic. Like, yeah. you know, everyone will share your photos. You can see it. I don't care. Like, I, if people want That's to That's actually my photos, one thing I was saying to someone because I've had people, uh, like, sharing my photos and sharing my stories and stuff all the, t- all the time. And mm. it just doesn't bother me. I'm like, whatever. And I, I said that to someone. I'm like, you, you do realise, like, we can see... Yeah. You know, when people share stuff and they're like, what? I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and it's so funny because I've posted that on my stories before too. Like I put a photo up in um, a bra yeah. and undie that I got and I was like, I fucking, I'm so fucking confident. I don't have you know, the body that I dream, like, you know, the yeah. gold body, but I'm fucking confident in what I have right now. So yeah. I, why the fuck wouldn't I post it? Like, anyway, so I posted it and it had like 64 shares. And I was just like, I posted on my stories, like, oh, like, thanks for the shares. Like, 
love that I can see this. And I had people messaging me, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I was only sending it to this person to do like, to oh my show gosh. and I was just like, oh, okay. Like you don't need to, like, I real, I genuinely am so focused on myself. Yeah. This sounds selfish, but I'm so focused on my growth and how I can grow my business and get to where the fuck I want to be that if I get sidetracked by what other people are thinking, like yeah. it's going to define me. So I don't want it to define me. So yeah. yeah. But in order to do a lot of things I've found over my life, there is so much stuff that if I gave a shit about what people thought about, I wouldn't have been able to achieve. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? There, there, there comes a certain point where you're going to be like, what, what does it even matter? If I want to do something, it's not going to happen if I care about what someone else thinks of what I'm going to do. It's like taking that action regardless. And I feel like if you talk to a lot of people that have a business or an Instagram or an online-based business, a lot of people forget that sometimes, like I know I've been chatting about this a lot um, with my close circle. I'm like, I hate taking pictures. Not that I hate like what they look like or anything like that. It's actually a fucking chore to mm-hmm. have an Instagram that your business yeah. runs through. <laughs> like, and I was saying to someone the other day, I'm like, I actually hate that when I'm dressed up, I have to be or like, not always dressed up, but like if I'm going yeah. somewhere, I hate that I have to be like someone, can you just take a picture? It's a drag. Yeah. I don't enjoy it. I really don't enjoy it. And I don't enjoy posting them sometimes. However, mm. my business requires that I do that. And not giving a shit what people think about what I'm posting means that my business has been able to have its success. Yeah, for sure. And I think that like um, being imp- like empowered, quote unquote, like there's some words I hate, but there's really no other words for them. But like yeah. being empowered to me means doing whatever the fuck I want, regardless of how others are going to perceive it. So yeah. perception is something I'm fucking huge on. Like well, perception, I'm going to use that as a cue to help us to move on because yeah. <laughs> we are yeah. circles, mate. We are Sorry. circles. <laughs> <laughs> but as you know, my whole podcast, well, you might not know, but my whole podcast is based on the different perceptions that people can have of health. So I want to normalize the fact that there is so many different ways that we can perceive health and it's very individual. And until you do actually reflect on what you believe health is and what you value as health and your own perception. You can't actually put steps in place to be happy. And I think happiness is one word that we often do not think about enough. Like we need to be happy. So we're doing all this shit that we think is going to make us happy, but we haven't actually sat back and thought about what is going to make us happy. And I think health being healthy and whatever that means to you is a big part of being happy. So I wanted to just ask you, not as a direct question as such, but I just want to know what your perception of health is and what you value when it comes. So what, if, if someone said to you, what does healthy mean to you? What would you say to them? So like my answer is super, super simple um, with this one. And it's basically not having to spend every single second worrying about your food or worrying about your weight or worrying about going to the gym or worrying about getting your steps in. It should be something that is just subconscious and takes up a little part of your day or, you know, more than a little part of your day, but just something that just fits in with your life. And it shouldn't take up all of your time, energy, and constantly be making you like anxious or stressed. Like fitness and health should not be something that you Um, should have to actively stress about every single day like not having to actually consciously think about you know being active or eating healthy or eating foods that make you feel good and I guess like yeah this is that whole perception thing like we are all here on this earth like the same like we have the same bodies you and I but we have two complete different experiences like yeah so um, like, you know, two exact bodies, but two different belief systems, two different like values, perceptions of the world. And it's just like yeah. what health means. I love this podcast idea because what health means to me isn't what it means to anyone else. And yeah. I think like finding what it means to you, but that is what it means to me. Yeah. So for you, it's more about like the, the 
balance between obviously mental health, physical health, mm. because I think a lot of the time <clears throat> people uh, confuse physical health with being healthy. Um, yeah. And I think I'm very much the same as you. I uh, Like for me, my perception of health is like I talked about it in my episode, but it is a feeling of, I guess, like vibrancy and, mm. and happiness. So like, that, that stress that. is, yeah, it's it's like the stress isn't there. Everything's like flowy. It's just real yeah. flowy and it, it's just easy. And it's kind of like what we talked about in like my podcast about how people say like, you know, we're so lucky where we are, but like mm-hmm. we have made health our it's just our lifestyle like we don't like yes we have to make those choices but to us it's subconscious we don't think about it anymore like we just you know so and it's because we we place value in it so like what aspects I guess of health do you put value into most like and what I mean by that is like for myself I put a lot of value into my physical fitness like activity mm. I value activity a lot and that makes up a big part of what I of what is healthy to me um, mm. but I really really value mindset stuff as well and I think yeah. you're very similar so mm. with, with when it comes to health what do you value what do you put a lot of weight into learning about so for me um I'm very much about health in I like com- literally completely agree so obviously the physical side as in for health complications yeah like I think that um you know it doesn't matter how much you know weight you can lift but if you're at risk of having diabetes or having a heart yes. attack or things like that that is where I think the energy should be put into trying to focus on those things and mindset honestly this is why this is something I'm so passionate about and like I'm not going to get into it but I'll really 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 quickly touch on (laughs) (laughs) quickly so she said famous last words (laughs) (laughs) like basically um the fact of like this is an example for you, like yep. for everyone listening, people who get gastric bypass surgery or anything like that, it, there's not like nothing wrong with getting that if that is your choice. But yep. people who get that surgery and then who are um, thinking like uh, they just, after they put on all the weight back on, do you know what I mean? And it's yeah. because they don't work on anything that is underneath my like coaching service is so fucking focused on the mindset, your beliefs, your values in who you are, like your comfort, like all of that. And I'm just, I I'm very, very passionate about the education side as to why you're doing anything. Um, And I think that I value like, yeah, I value education to be honest. Like I think education is to understand why you as a person like you or someone I'm helping or the lady down the street, she needs to know why she's doing something. So one of the first activities that we do is finding your why and like defining why it is that you are sort of making the decision to create change. Because I think it's really, really important. I feel like a lot of people can't find a why because Mm -hmm. they decide to go on a weight loss journey because they think they have to. Yeah. Because everyone's and it's doing like, that. You don't, yeah, it's like, that, it's, it's that diet culture is exactly what it is. Yeah. It's like a societal thing where they just think that they have to be a certain size. So they're like, well, better lose weight. And when you say why, it's actually a really hard question for some people to yeah. answer. Like mine and your why, like I said earlier in this podcast, my why was literally, <laughs> I was so attached to it though. I'd just been through a breakup. I was really emotional and I was like, no one is going to love me and I want someone to love me. Like yeah. now I've been single for what, like five years, clearly not an issue. <laughs> I don't think my size has anything to do with it, but <laughs> I was so attached to, um, so attached to wanting someone to love me that there was nothing getting in my way of losing yeah. that weight. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I literally, so, so similar. And it's so funny. Like I literally had a client the other day say to me, she, her goal is to put on weight. Um, like I'm not going to go into it, but her goal is to put on weight, right? She has mm-hmm. a wedding coming up in a month 
and she sent me a message the other night and it literally just breaks my heart. She said, I feel like, oh, look at Archie. No, no, he's just like, just popped up. Everyone would have heard him just do his little shake. Hey guys. <laughs> um, she literally sent me a message and said, um, I actually want to start dieting because I've got that wedding in a month and everyone else around me is dieting on the bridesmaid party because she's in the bridesmaid yeah, right. party. Everyone yep. else is dieting and I just feel like I should be because they're, they're looking at me like, why aren't you dieting for it? And I was just like, what? Like, yeah, what? that's ridiculous. Like, I just, Poor yeah, darling. I know. It just like breaks my heart that like people just follow what they think everyone else is doing and that's why they don't see results is because all of them are extrin- extrinsic. I can't say that word. Yeah. Goals yeah. and things of like focusing on the outside, focusing on what you want it to look like and that, yeah. but not focusing on the inside of like what like why do you yeah. actually want it? Is it health problems or like whatever? So yeah. Yeah. Do you want the, the, the people that I get best results from time in, time out, like hands down women trying to get pregnant yeah um and for different reasons obviously have to manage their weight um bride to be yeah every time i have not worked (laughs) with anyone that is more motivated than someone who's getting married (laughs) Um, and then a lot of people that have been told by their doctor for health reasons they they might be pre-diabetic or pre you know heart disease and they have to work just on weight management and they're the three people time and time again that I get the best results from because they are three people that are very very clear of why they're doing it yeah for sure and there's a lot of value in why they're doing it yeah and I think that's super important is the value part Mm. and like what do you actually value for what you're doing and like also your yeah. values that you hold like yeah for yourself kind of thing yeah and it's like it's on a similar like thing obviously we value uh internal health um mm. you know so obviously what i mean by that is like the management and prevention of disease and yeah. that's something that i really value as a coach i guess and you do as mm. well and even with that, I have some clients that genuinely do not give a shit. Yes, me too. Yeah, they just don't care what they would have to do. Yeah. Um, and 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 honestly, in these circumstances where I've had people like this, I've literally just turned around and said, "I'm really, really sorry, but I don't think I'm the person to work for you." That's because, literally me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that. like I can't. I just cannot morally. Yeah. Work in that in that zone like there's so many other things if you just want to be skinny i'm not gonna say i was just about to say like go and do uh, but i'm not gonna <laughs> yeah. say that <laughs> don't um, do that you'll get sued <laughs> yeah literally lawsuits slapped on my butt. <laughs> yeah. um but i think yeah it's you know there's, that's my annual value of health and perception yeah. and you can't influence other people's um yeah for values sure. as much as we wish that we could mm. so i think um that's, you know, why I wanted to explore all of the different perceptions of health. So like, obviously you Mm. and I both in the industry, there's going to be other people coming on here in the industry, but also like, you've got to think about things like financial health, emotional health, social health, like environmental health, like literally, oh my gosh, I was just doing this in my course the other day. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. 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 I'm big on social health, obviously. But do you know what's really funny? My favorite thing to do is sit by myself <laughs> like I love it my mum's like you're never ever ever going to get married not that I want to but you're never going to get married or you're never going to have a partner because you you hate people in your space like, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that that's a boundary <laughs> yeah I'm like surely someone there might be someone that I can tolerate yeah being in my house like <laughs> Archie <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Look at that little yeah. bougie ass dog. I know. Yeah, on his bloody his velvet, velvet rug. blanket. <laughs> um, oh, that's so, so I've got here my five would you rather questions. So, uh, a lot of you guys that might be listening to this podcast remember there was a phase that I was really, really terrible at being consistent with it. But <laughs> I would put my would you rather Wednesday on there and it was really, really popular. So, I thought we'll end this podcast with five 
would you rather questions. Fuck, and I'm so bad Taylor at these. has no idea what's coming for her. Oh. Like I refused to even give her a hint. I'm stressed, guys. I'm stressed. Stressed. Um, so, oh, God. for those of you that don't know the rules of would you rather, it's like, it's black and white. You have to pick one <laughs> or the other. You can't be like, Fuck. oh, but like in this situation, can I? <laughs> no, there is no situation. Either it's this one or it is this one. Cool. Can I put a disclaimer? Yeah. No one can fucking judge me on my answers, okay? If you want to come at me, come at me in Instagram DMs for what I choose, okay? <laughs> Don't at me. <laughs> All right. Would you rather walk in on your parents doing it or have your parents oh. walk in on you? Oh, no. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> she went there. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, probably walk in on my parents. Yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that judgment? Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> I would probably, I would probably say the same. I'd probably prefer because I think, I think I've then the, experienced both in my life. To me, I think <laughs> really, I haven't. But I yeah. think that the embarrassment is on them then, and not on me. So I think that. Yeah, but it's really hard to look your parents in the eye. Oh, mm. well, I'm sticking with it. You're not changing my yeah. mind. Yeah, yeah, I'm going with it. All right. Would you rather? Never be able to eat sweet food again or never be able to eat savoury food again? Oh, never be able to eat sweet. Fuck that off. I'm a savoury queen. I'm literally... That kills me. me. Oh, that no way. hurts oh. me. <laughs> I'm like a minority. Don't care. I would. You do realise like ice cream is sweet. Yeah. Pancakes. 100%. Well, like... Do you know what I... I'm a <laughs> chocolate? No. <I> am... <laughs> You're so sad about it. Yeah. I am... <laughs> I am a, like, I need crunch. Any kind of chip, corn thin, cracker, like, crunch. Give me that crunch. That's what I want. The highlight of my day was literally before when we had, like, a mid-podcast recording break. I opened the freezer to get some. No, no, no. Well, I was eating. But I opened the freezer to get some ice out because I wanted a glass of water. And I found... A tub of Ben and Jerry's that I forgot that oh. I bought like two weeks ago, and it just made two weeks my and it's day. lasted. Damn. Yeah, well, I forgot. It's like it's not going to last now that I realised. <laughs> Genuine excuse. That's yeah, right. I love if it. I knew it was there, it would not yeah. be there. <laughs> okay. Would you rather spend the night in a haunted house or ride a old broken roller coaster? Haunted house because oh, nah. I fu- I no, can't. because I'm so fucking scared of shit like that. But I just, for some reason, the thrill gets me. It's like one of those sick things. It's like I like the thrill of something that is my deepest And you don't fear. think it's like quite thrilling knowing that you're on a roller coaster <laughs> that's going to break? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was... Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, okay. I get what you're saying. But no, I'll stick with my oh, answer. See, I do my... Oh, it's actually making my spine no. tingle. Final fi- like, have you seen Final Destination? That I will uh, never. Yeah. Me and my friend, never. you know, M, M. Clark. Yeah. Yeah, I remember in high school, me and Emily, like, had this Final Destination uh, movie marathon and the boys found out that we were watching it and they were all, <laughs> like, so I was staying at M's house and, like, the boys were having, like, a sleepover. This is, like, grade 11 or 12 or something. Found out that we were watching it and, like, started, like, playing pranks on us but like ringing the phone and like hanging it up and like I remember I was actually genuinely scared but Final Destinations isn't like haunted yeah no my see I'm not scared of ghosts so that's another thing to add (gasps) in I'm not scared of paranormal I'm scared of killers like actual murders and serial killers are my biggest like not I was about to say fantasy not fantasy fascination (laughs) (laughs) I'm really wanting to like my biggest like um fascination because yeah. i love the human brain and how it works so i'm obsessed yeah. with them but they are also my biggest fear is being chased by a serial killer so the ghosts don't scare me and it would actually yeah. probably be fun you know what i mean my biggest fascination is the holocaust like anything to <laughs> that's such a weird fucking fascination oh, anything to do with it i don't know what so i actually had a medium tell me once that i was either a soldier or a prisoner there 
Really? And, like, that's why I've oh. got that connection with it. But that was without me actually telling someone. Everyone's going to think I'm fucking crazy now. But yeah, that was without bitch. me saying, I know I know that whole, like, oh, you can't believe, like, mediums and stuff because no, like, you tell I, them stuff. I like, it. I literally, so it was an Uber driver and I got in and I had like black sunglasses in and I got in and he's like, oh, you have the most beautiful big blue eyes. I was like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I have sunglasses on. And he's like, are you really just like obsessed with going to Poland? And I was like, I mean, I've, I've wanted to. And he's like, yeah, you were either like a prisoner or an, an officer um, when it was in the what Holocaust the in a past life and you need to go to Poland so that you can explore that part of your history. I was like, I love everything about the Holocaust. Not like, oh not God. love everything yeah, about yeah, the Holocaust. Yeah, 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 I guess, I guess. So you're fascinated, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, shit, I'll come to Poland with you. Let's go. Yeah, well, let's go to Poland. Right now. Yeah. Oh. Um. <laughs> okay, next question. Oh. Next question. You'll love this one. Would okay. you rather be framed for a murder that you didn't Ooh. commit or frame a friend for a murder you committed? Oh, that's a hard one. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. I feel uh-huh. Like... <laughs> oh, I feel like... Um... I could potentially go to jail for this, but probably frame a friend. <laughs> if I'm honest. Oh, it's so hard because. It is hard. I would not you, go to, yeah. But, oh, no, but actually, no. I would die in jail. I couldn't have my Ben and Jerry's. Yeah, and my dog. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I really feel like the the system, the system is not, legit and it would fuck me over and make me go to jail so i think i'd have to frame a friend i'm sorry frame but i think i'd have to yeah i think i'd have to so i actually did that one on my instagram i and thought I was you were like, about I to say this. you framed a friend oh, oh yeah like i'm gonna admit to like, murder yeah, on my I podcast like, i was like tori we were recording <laughs> no i haven't murdered anyone in my life <laughs> um, <laughs> no i um I did this poll on my Instagram and it was like 90% said that they would go to jail for a murder that they didn't commit yeah, rather than see. frame someone else. Oh, wow. I'm 100% person. frame someone else. Like I said, yeah. I would not go well in jail. I would not do well in jail. Oh, my God. We're the bad people. Whatever. Yeah. Fuck you guys. Okay. We're the ones not in jail, so fuck you guys. Yeah. You can have your jail food. Yeah. I'm on 10. <laughs> Um, last one. I feel like I already know what you're going to answer here, oh. but would you rather live in a real life Jurassic Park or a real life Walking Dead? Real life Jurassic Park or real life Walking Dead? Oh, they both. Do you know what fun. both of they are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was a movie buff. Remember, I worked at Blockbuster, mate. Oh, that's um, right. And your movie wall? <laughs> yeah, Jesus, your DVD I had so wall. Many. I had like over three thousand. Um. Anyway, I'm distracting from the question. I would probably say the zombie one, Walking Dead, because I, knew you'd say I, that. I feel like they're easier to kill rather than a fucking Tyrannosaurus Rex. You know what I mean? Yeah, but like Tyrannosaurus Rexes, you can hear them coming, and it's like. As yeah, but I've watched than one other person. You're sweet. Yeah, Tori, I've watched Zombieland. I know to double tap and limber up. <laughs> Zombieland, too, unpopular opinion, but I loved it. And a lot of people were like, nah, it was shit, but I loved it. It was all right. I didn't think it was the best. Number one, you can't beat it. Like, you literally yeah. just can't beat it. Number one was fucking awesome. But yeah. I did like the second one. Agree. I. Would I would pick Jurassic Park, but again, really? I love dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah. but like imagine just riding a brachiosaurus to work. <laughs> I love that. Um, I know what that is. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I freaking love the Land Before Time. Jeez, I used to. Watch Me that. too. I still have all of the DVDs. Really? It's like yeah, yeah. I love that. I love that. Absolutely. But yeah, that middle foot is my jam. I love that. It's so sad though. It brings up like sadness for me. And happiness, both. I really didn't like, is it Sarah? Never liked yes, Sarah. me either. Me either. Bad vibes from Sarah. Bad vibes Sarah Crosley. Sarah. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, <laughs> she'll dear. be like, you bitch. <laughs> yeah, she'll be like, I literally hate you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, that's funny. Sarah the, 
Sarah the dinosaur yeah. Yeah, was let's a real bitch. <laughs> yeah, legit. She actually Sarah Crosley is not. <laughs> That's so funny. That's actually how um, we know each other too. Anyway. Through Sarah. Yeah. Yeah, true, actually. Good old Sarah. <laughs> Good old Sis. I actually don't honestly don't remember meeting you, which is Yeah, me. Like I don't know how it happened. I think it was at Sarah's one time or at like uh, yeah, I legit don't even know. It was, yeah, it must have been. Anyway, we don't need to talk about that on a podcast. Yeah, like, um, is this a high school catch? Yeah, like, you should have gone to your reunion if you wanted yeah. to do this shit. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't even go to the same school. Fuck. No. <laughs> um, that's well. That's pretty much it on my end. So, uh, basically, here's your chance. Just have a little like anything exciting coming up. Where can we find you? Tell us a bit about your end of 2020, 2021. There's a lot of 20s when you say that. Yeah. <laughs> end of 2020, and start of 2021. <laughs> um, uh, any, like, anything exciting coming up or anything like that? Uh, basic, the, not really anything exciting coming up. Um, it's just like the same old stuff, which is exciting in my opinion, but I've just released a recipe ebook, same as you, which is super exciting. So um, there's that, which I've released, which has done so well. And I fucking am so proud of it. And also just with my coaching, just continuing on, I offer a program called Ignite, which is like, as we've discussed throughout this, that's what I focus on with my clients. Um, and yeah, so just literally continuing that, continuing working my full-time job at the same time. Um, and yeah, working on my business and not giving a fuck what anyone else is thinking. And I want to get my podcast going. So come listen to my podcast, you know, yeah. give me some me views, to a tea. <laughs> Yeah, me, me to, to a, a tea. tea. And my Instagram, uh, by the way, is at Taylor Bubeck underscore. So I'm sure you'll find me. Not Bubeck, Bubeck. <laughs> not Bubeck, guys. Not that. You'll be Perfect. looking for a while. <laughs> yeah, everyone's just searching like Bubeck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah i so i i think your most recent episode by the time i put this up i actually like jumped on there so you can listen to me talk a lot if you want to (laughs) it was a good episode Um, it was like an hour 18 minutes it was good yeah it was a long one maybe that's a good one for a car trip or something like that yeah yeah (laughs) watch it in two parts yeah Um, but yeah so thanks for coming on first official guest what an Woo-hoo. honor. We broke each other's virginity. I love it. We really did. Yeah, just a couple of it. make it happen gals, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, we did that. We just fucking got it done, guys. Get it done. <laughs> Consistent, imperfect action. It's like yes, our little love it. duo, mo- duo love it. motto. Can't even speak yes. these days. <laughs> um, oh, all right. Well, thank you for jumping on. Thanks for having a chat through um so you can find her at taylor bubeck underscore or me to a t podcast is her podcast uh, i'm fit with tori and i will see you next time no i won't see you but you'll hear me <laughs> <I'll talk to> <laughs> <you>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> see you later bye um okay thanks so thanks perfect okay so you're recording from our podcast actually popped up in my library. Did it? Yeah. So it's got recording with Taylor Bubeck two hours ago, which was like the mm. hour long one. And then the ones that we just did. Let me see. In there. <laughs> so yours will come up like two lots of recording with Tori Smith. Let me see library. Oops. Let me stop.